Raddy Telez is back on FT Live. Raddy, good to see you, dude. Well, Happy offseason. Where are you? What have you been up to? Um, I'm in Dallas. I'm back home. Um, then just been working out, uh, taking care of, you know, those long injuries, those, you know, long season stuff. And then um, just getting ready. I head up to Kansas for my first hunt, believe it or not, tomorrow. So that'll be nice. Get away from it a little bit. Wait, are you going with uh, Gunnar no. Henderson and those boys? Absolutely not. I don't hunt with people. I don't want to deal with people. Those guys strike me as guys that talk about baseball too, and that's the last thing I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. They want to talk about how they're going to make it through and get further in the playoffs next season. So yeah, you're not interested you in know, that I'm, on November 2nd? That's fine. And Dan- I didn't even watch a World Series, so. <laughs> oh great well we were going to spend about 15 minutes asking you play by play of what went down do, do you know wow. anything do you know that the rangers won i do i saw that i know Corey seager hit a home run in like every game and that's about all i know only thing i saw was uh marcus simeon is probably one of my favorite teammates one of the better teammates and i know that last couple games he turned it on so i was, I was good i was happy for him i saw that home run but other than that i didn't watch a ton well, can I ask you a question without even watching the World Series? Can you explain to me why a team would look at one of the top hitters in the sport, who has now proven to be one of the most clutch hitters in the sport, in Corey Seager, and continue to give him pitches to hit when you could clearly work around him to pitch to some other dudes? And that also includes Adolis Garcia was hot as hell for a stretch in the postseason, and then he got hurt, and they still were pitching to Corey, which you know I found a little bit questionable and Fans in Arizona were kind of freaking out. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to intentionally walk him every A-B, but I think they gave him a lot to hit. Yeah, I mean, baseball is baseball. Sometimes, you mean, you know, you're not trying to throw that pitch and you end up throwing it right down the middle. Uh, but, yeah, it kind of blows my mind. When you got somebody like that who's, you know, just anything you throw through the zone, he's, he's putting a barrel on it. Um, kind of makes you wonder why you don't just unintentional, the old unintentional, intentional walk where you just – see if he swings or not and if he does he does and but most of the time he's just uh, yeah that lineup was you know once they lost Adolis it was like why are we why there's nobody else really that can do the damage that he was doing but you know it didn't Wait, really for someone for someone that didn't watch the world series you sure know a lot of shit about the world series <laughs> I literally just repeated what somebody else said people do that all the time actually but kratz like am i missing anything i mean did i explain that well tried to keep it simple but just i I felt like there were pitches that i mean there were even earlier in the series some first pitch fastballs to Corey seager which i don't know have you been watching Corey seager for like the eight years that he's been in the bigs that's kind of his thing it's the highest he swings at all of them he swings at all of them he swung he just swung today at a first pitch Exactly. Um, Rowdy, so tell me what you're up to this offseason, aside from the hunt coming up by yourself. Anything on the books, plan-wise? And also, what do you do as far as taking time away from swings and then when you kind of go back to it and do you tweak that per offseason? Yeah, um, I was just at my best friend's wedding in Scottsdale. They did it at a resort, and so I had to do the best man speech. They said keep it like two to four minutes and I did six and a half of just a pure roast of them. So um, it was that, you know, that was what we did to start the off season. And then just throughout, you know, I like to hunt, like to relax, um, 
kind of get away from reality. Uh, and then, but, you know, I started working out like 10 days ago, uh, you know, last week basically. And then, uh, I start Pilates. So that'll be, <laughs> wait, what, wait, wait, what, <laughs> dude, I got, wait, wait. I got to do it. I'm trying to get more flexible. So wait, hold up. Cause I do Pilates and, uh, I'm not flexible at all, but I mean, I feel like you on a, do you do like the machine Pilates or the floor Pilates or, or are you on a reformer? What's, what's your go-to Pilates? I'm on. He gone. See? Sorry. I got a phone call. Uh, I'm on a reformer. I do a private class so they can't make fun of me because I'm not good at it. I'm like really, it's like trying to mold like dried cement. Like I don't move well. So I just want to be able to move well. So I started that this offseason, and it it sucks. Anybody that's done it knows it's not fun. It's really hard. It is. And I feel I, bad because would... the lady's like, lady's like trying to like adjust me, and I'm like sweating through my whole uni. And I'm like, I feel bad for this girl. Do you wear brewer shirts when you work out? Dude, I just came from the gym. I don't have brewers anything on. I don't Dang. even no. Did you walk from the gym I'm or not... you run from the gym? You're sweating like <laughs> Francisco Cervelli at a drug test. I'm, I'm not – but I've only played for two teams, so I don't have, like, a ton of shit like you do. You know, I don't have anything, you know, like where my whole wardrobe is everything you have. But, no, I was t- – I did it I did it when I was younger. I wore, like, my Blue Jay stuff in the minor leagues, you know, to go work out at my gym in the offseason. And uh, my old high school pitching coach – pitched in the big leagues for a couple months and he saw me in it and he wore me out about letting people know he was like hey you don't even have a lansing lug nut shirt on you're not even on the blue jays so why do you have toronto blue jays stuff you're not even that good he kind of went in on me and i was like all right well i'll never do that again so (laughs) that kind of ended that i was like all right dude i'm just gonna wear gym clothes smart guy i really thought my money was on kratz and me um being the pilates experts i don't think i've ever done pilates kratz of you no pilates Do you think think FT fans, if we were like, hey, FT people that are watching right now, which half of the screen is doing Pilates and which half is not? I think it would have been like 90% would have guessed Kratz and me. Yeah, that's crazy. Good. I like it. I like it. The athletes. The athletes are doing Pilates. (laughs) Do you wear wear shorts that makes it look like you're smuggling grapes when you're doing Pilates? Um. I kind of got some short ones on. I wear leggings too, though. You know, just leggings or shorts over. I hope that's yoga pants for men. Yeah, pretty much shorts over. I got to keep it, you know. And then I wear a high waisted one, so it makes it look like I'm already down twenty pounds. You know, you got to. It's. I'm trying to be aerodynamic, and I got to look good. You know, I just for when they do ever show me. So then they're like, "Man, he's working hard," and then I just kind of take it off. It's like you know that fat girl in the club where you're like, "Dude, she looks good," and then she gets back to your house and she drops it out, and you're like, "Damn." I got fooled. <laughs> Whose idea was this, by the way, for the Pilates? Was it you or the team or a mix? No. This is AJ's been there. AJ, AJ knows what I'm talking about. Uh, is this a rowdy no, my... special? Again, this, this this side of the screen is on a whole other planet right now. But because I'm yeah, uh, because we do Pilates. I've done yoga, Pilates my whole career. Yep. Dude. I can hardly touch my toes. So I just, I'm trying to get <laughs> me too, but, but I also no, have never my, pulled a hamstring. Yeah. I can't pull fat. Uh, that is a true saying. Um, no, my PT, my PT, um, away from the team was like, Hey, 
we need to do a lot of things this year. And I was like, yeah, we should do a lot of things. She was like, we're going to get you a dietitian, a new trainer, Pilates, and a massage therapist. And I was like, cool, who's paying for this? And she was like, you are. And I was like, all right. Is it <laughs> worth it? You think it's, you think it's going to be worth it? I I do. I mean, it, I feel good. I mean, I know I've lost um, some weight already, and I and I feel good. I you know I just it's hard. It is tough, and it's just one of those things where like as much as I want to eat bad food, or even you know the toughest part is when you go hunting or you got to hang around people. Like, and of course, like when you're a big dude, all your friends have like the metabolism of a 14 year old, so they can eat whatever they want. And it's just I'm over there eating rabbit food, sweating because I want a piece of pizza. What do you, you hunt by yourself though, so you can eat whatever you want. Yeah, like if I'm by myself, I hunt by myself. I'm not in camp. Like I'm in camp with other people, but like I'm by myself. You know, like I don't, I don't know what those dudes do. They're like <laughs> Gen Z. They're like young kids. They probably sit there on their iPads and watch TV while they sit in a warm, heated stand. I sit in a tree stand. It's cold. So, so what I'm are not- your goals? What are what are, what are your goals? Like, are you trying to like? Touch you said you can't touch your toes. Is that like a goal? Like I want to be able to touch my toes. I basically want to look like you, but Dude, if you look like I'll me, take... you would be so arrogant. You, everybody, nobody would want to be around you if you. So like, I'm serious. Like, how much weight do you I want look, to lose? Like, is that a thing? I look like you. From, yeah, I look like you from the eyebrows up right now. But I, I want to. <laughs> I, I want to realistically lose like fifteen to twenty pounds. Add, add some muscle, but just like help with the agility around the base. You know, I really want to be a, a, a better defender. Um, I think a lot of people kind of write me off for that. I'm good around the bag, but I just don't have a ton of range. That first step quickness kind of lacks. So I think with losing weight, um, it'll be easier on my body and it'll be, you know, it's good for the long term to play, play defense and play for a long time. So, Rowdy, are you going to be that guy in camp where they go, um, what's the acronym? BS. O-L. Best shape of my life. You know BSOL, right? B-S-O-M-L. But... O-M-L. Thank you. Yeah. Um, no. But round is a shape, so I've always been in a good shape. <laughs> when someone asks you that in spring training, that's got to be your first answer. <laughs> it always is. Usually it's, usually it's Corb looking at me, and he's like, and I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? How'd the offseason go? And he's like, Good, good. And he was like, how was yours? You you do anything this year? And I'm like, yeah, man, it worked out hard. And he's like, oh, and at the buffet? And I'm like, no, dude, I don't need your bullshit right now. <laughs> I'm to, good. Do, I have a question, Raddy. Did, did teams still do the meetings right after the season? Like, do you have the whole formal sit down and they go, okay, here's what you did well. Here's what we want you to work on, report card kind of stuff. Or is it more casual these days? Because guys can't handle that. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I did when I was younger, but not, I didn't do it this year. Did nothing. No, I basically so no had meeting. my stuff packed, but no, I, I didn't get one. You might have to be important for that, but <laughs> I, I definitely didn't get one. So, but I don't know. I, I really don't, you know, this, I think kind of coming into this off season, it was just, let's do everything I can to put myself in the best situation for next year. Uh, obviously didn't have the year I wanted to. Uh, injuries. So I just want to take care of that and get that out of the way and make sure I was doing a lot better on that front and then just get going and, and start the off season. Also, your manager might not be back. So maybe he was like, mm, 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I saw that about the Craigerator. I uh, I really, really enjoyed playing for him, if that is my last time. Um, he's a really, really smart manager, um, really good individual. Really, he gets it. You know, he played a long time, played World Series. He just wants to win, and I think he brings that every year into spring training of just that winning mindset, and that's why we go to the playoffs every year. I think that's why a lot of guys want to come play for him. Um, a lot of guys excel around him just because he brings out energy and he's, he, he promotes a really good environment and like a family environment. Like these are your brothers from day in day out. You know, it's cheesy, like the whole brother speech and you're going to battle, but like he really does embrace it and he really does talk about it. Um, and just is just, he's good with it. He's really good. And he brings in a staff that allows you to be you, but also kind of, it's kind of like that, not a college environment where like he allows you to be you, but when he sees something, he's going to call you out. Like that's exactly what he does. You know, he, he's going to let you succeed. He's going to let you fail. But if he feels like you're doing something wrong and you're not doing it right, uh, he'll call you out and kind of just be like, hey, man, he's, he's really good with communication, basically. So I, I feel like I know what your answer is going to be here, but are managers, most managers, underpaid? Because part of this storyline, at least that we're following from reports right now, he, he's going through an interview process. And I think he's trying to make sure that managers are back to where they should be in terms of like the upper tier that's been in the league for a while and has had success. You know, like Bruce Bochy just won another World Series. I don't know what he's making this year, but he was the highest paid skipper from 27 to 2019, six mil a year. And you know, he's been pretty damn good and he's been earning his money. You know, sometimes there's dudes that come into the league and not that they're necessarily bad, but you know, teams are offering them six-figure contracts. So I'm wondering how you think the importance of a manager can change a team. Same team, two different dudes, how much of a difference it can make in terms of wins and losses? Uh, I don't know about how – I don't even know what managers make, to be honest. Well, Bochi was six I, mil in 2017 through 2019. Um, I think Kratz helped me out. Was Craig's reported at like three and a half? Yeah, 3.5. 3.5. I mean, but that's not – I mean. It's not substantiated, but yeah, I think I think it's right. Um, you know, I think it's it should be a scale like how baseball players are. Obviously, the better you are, the better you manage, um, the more you should get paid. And and I feel it's just like it's a it's a free agency. You know, like you you want to go somewhere you want to, you want to go somewhere where you feel valued. But um, the money's also an aspect. I mean, I know a couple of you guys have been free agents, so you, you kind of look at it that way. Like you want to make money, but you also want to be somewhere where you wanted and. Um, you know, like a lot of it has to do with players also, but some of these big market teams are willing to pay. And if that's what you want, then that's what you want. You know, I, I can't speak for Craig. I don't know what he really wants. And, um, you know, I know deep down he wants to win a world series. He's done it as a player multiple times. So that's what he wants. But, um, you know, I do think managers should be paid according to how they're performing, uh, for starters. But then, you know, if you play for New York Yankees, they're going to have more money than, than the Tampa Bay Rays, you know, that's just how it's going to be then. But I, I don't know. I can't really speak on that front. All right. We got, you know, Halloween just passed. Big Wu was just on. I want you to hear what Big Wu has to say here. So. And there's still scarred from Rowdy Telez sending his freaking jammed up finger. And, and he said, we can oh post it. God. And I was all right. So Jesus. yeah, send us something. I mean, this nice, dude, but... he thinks he's an athlete trying to fill fly balls in the outfield and just <laughs> bums up his finger. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. You and that your place. Like Halloween. That looked like Halloween. <laughs> that, was, that was gore. For the record, Rowdy, I said nothing about your athletic prowess. I was bringing up how Woody should send us a picture of his Halloween costume. 
Um, and I did say your finger wins for Halloween costume, even though it was like three months ago. I think you meant to bring it up intentionally. I think that was something you really <laughs> wanted him to say something about. So, uh, but he's not wrong. That was just dumb on my part. I don't know what I was doing. I was just, I thought I was cool for a day. And then the crazy part was that I was supposed to be joining the team again in a couple of days. It's like my like time on the aisle was up. And then I stuck my finger through a meat grinder pretty much. And, and my nail's growing back, though. Let's see. Yeah. Barely tell anything. Oh, he looks like you chew on him. Yeah. Pretty much. Not bad. Not bad, dude. Yeah. It, it uh, It's not terrible. I mean, I have all the feeling in it and nothing. It's just ugly. But, all right. you know. What, what, just real quick, what'd you go as dress up as Halloween? Then we got to go. What'd you dress up as? Right. Nothing. I just handed out candy. I sat in front of my fireplace and or my fire pit outside in front of my house and handed out candy to kids. We're a full-size candy bar household, so we are yeah. a full household. Yes. Proud of you. So I think, we, I think we bought 360 and we ran out. Solid. Wow. Yeah. Solid. Proud of you. But you didn't no, even have like a hat, nothing? Eight boxes. Uh, Rowdy, you didn't have anything on, just a t-shirt? Just, just No, I did. I, this one kid, no, I had nothing on. I, I just had a... A, like a regular warm jacket in front of my 49ers fire pit that they're currently letting me down for three straight weeks. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I said that I had a couple of friends over. We had some trick-or-treating adult beverages. And then I had this one kid come up to me, and without saying trick-or-treating, he said, hey, brewers suck. And I said, okay, thanks, man. Appreciate it. And then I had another kid come up, fully dressed like he was from school. I said, hey, what are you for Halloween? And he was like, uh, I'm a fifth grader. And I was like, oh, nice. And he goes, yeah, we don't have money for costumes. I said, oh, oh, okay. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And then he didn't even say trick or treat. We have no kids saying trick or treat. We had the most polite little kids. We had a little three-year-old. She was dressed as Elsa. I gave her like three or four big candy bars because she just, she was a peach. Wait, a kid said brewers suck. Give me, <laughs> give me a candy bar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He walked. He walked right up. He was full. He walked up and he was like, "Is this the Brewers household?" And I was like, "No, dude. I don't know what you're talking about." And he was like, "I do. I know." And I was like, "Okay." And he goes, "Brewers suck." And I was like, "Where's your dad?" And he was like, "Right there in the white hat." And I was like, "Hey, dude. Gotta work on something here, man. Like, it's it's get some like trick or treat, happy Halloween, something." I was like, "Dude, these kids." Yeah. Thanks for and the candy trying to come bar. Back. And then. And then the worst part is they try and come back to your house like you don't have a memory. <laughs> like, like autograph hey, hounds. Yeah, like, hey, dude, you were already here. No, I wasn't. That was my brother. Nice try, dude. You're the only dude that looks stupid out here today. Like, I know who you are. <laughs> That's why. Full candy bar. You get you get punished for it. Rowdy, good shit, yeah. dude. Keep us posted on the Pilates and the off-season plans. Um, maybe AJ will come out there and uh, – do a class with you. That would be a great auction item. Oh, at a charity. If you do something in spring training, we can instruct a class. Ooh. Instruct I don't want to Yeah, that's fine. We're going to be the instructors. I'll be the hands-on. You can be up there showing them. We'll get Yelly to buy all the stuff for us, you know. <laughs> uh, but Done. Book it. We'll do it. Telling our producer. Rowdy, cheers, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Talk to you later, guys. Good to see y'all.